Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the monthly LGBTQIA storytelling night I host and program. This week's story was part of a special event where I invited pairs of queers to share a tale together. Lovers, family, couples, friends. Queer Stories 2x2, celebrating all forms of queer love. Next up, Teddy Cook, who works in LGBTQI sexual health, and his twin, Kate Jones, who runs the Vegan Tea House. So this is a story of a pair of twins, some snow, and slamming it down fast. (laughs) Really an analogy of our beautiful queer life. Hey, so it's 1993 and we are feral. (laughs) I reckon there are probably some people in here who weren't born in 1993. Mm, Shit. Anyway, we're teen twins and we are in the western suburbs of Sydney. One is obviously already horny for the D. (laughs) The other one is already really obviously a lesbian. Fast forward 25 years, and that's kind of a different story. (laughs) But if you were to take one guess looking, you'd probably get it wrong. Yeah. So this was a very important year. This was the year that the Native Title Act passed... The Republic Advisory Committee is convened by old mate Malcolm Turnbull. And Sydney is selected for the 2000 Olympics. The Prime Minister of the time also, very importantly, Paul Keating. And this is what happens when you wiki. What happened in 1993? (laughs) He denied any involvement in a multi-million dollar salami venture with a Hungarian company. (laughs) Same sort of scale. The salami venture. Sorry, vegan. Yeah, really. Well, the D... Anyway, this... <laughs> I can't help myself. The, air, the ARIA charts of 1993, for those who weren't alive or appreciate a classic, could arguably, I think, be seen perhaps as really one of the best years in music. Mm. I was all about Ugly Kid Joe, Faith No More, and Guns N' Roses. I was fucking rank. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm just... I'm really just beginning to feel it now. Mm. And I listened to nothing but Janet Jackson, Wilson Phillips and Mariah Carey. (laughs) 1993 brought us such classics as I Will Always Love You, Mariah Carey. I'm sorry, Whitney Houston. How (laughs) dare you? (laughs) Cats in the Cradle, Ugly Kid Joe, remember? Yeah. I I never do this in my daily life. Who are you? Take okay. the boy out of Penrith. <laughs> Fuck. Give me a little sign, Peter Andre. <laughs> Classic. That's the way love goes, Janet Jackson. Easy like Sunday morning. 
Faith no more. Thank you. Dream lover, Mariah Carey, the <laughs> goddess of everything. And I was also very busy writing the lyrics down of every single word of November Rain by the Guns N' Roses <laughs> in my tape player. <laughs> it was school holidays, it was winter, and our parents were clearly fucking over it. So our mum made a pact with a random colleague to send us away with his 16-year-old son, Matt, who we'd never met for a week of wholesome fun in Perisher. Our family had been dirt poor. We were a total accident, or a pleasant surprise, as Mum likes to call it. In 1993, they jumped into a shagging wagon, purple and white Ford panel van, and had made it as far as North Queensland when Mum discovered she was up the duff. So they were homeless, jobless. There were twins on the way. They were married. Cool. So Dad went wild. He sold the panel van they'd been living in, got rid of the flares, and then decided that he was not only a professional painter, I don't even think he'd painted. Um, he was a handyman, mm -hmm, right? And that's what of. it says on our birth certificate, handyman. <laughs> Occupation. And he was a courier. And I don't think I met him in that first year, but when we were one, it was 1980, and he'd managed to get some cash together to claim a three-bedroom house in regional New South Wales. AKA Penrith. <laughs> By 1993, we'd sold up and moved a bit closer to the city, Borkham Hills. Home of Hillsong, you know it. <laughs> and here we were boarding a bus to the snowy. Mum's more of a high level thinker, I so relate to this. <laughs> so detail can get a bit lost somewhere. For instance, she actually hadn't told Dad we were going. She'd organised accommodation, had organised ski gear, but hadn't actually paid for it, had arranged lift passes, had booked the bus, hadn't organised any extra money for us, hadn't checked that Matt was cool with some baby angsty teen girls tagging along on his rad snowboarding week away. Mum had also decided not to answer the phone, which, as a parent, I find both understandable and perplexing. <laughs> yeah, so Matt wasn't cool. He was a 16-year-old ranger with ghostly white skin who clearly had other ideas for Perisham that certainly didn't involve us. He was going to snowboard and be cool. So cool. Oh, mate, the coolest. So we had this place to stay, which was cool, right? Fine. Like, and it gave us brekkie and dinner. And like kind of all of the money that mum had given us, we spent on skis and like gloves and boots. So we had no money. So we were sorted. We were set. It was going to be an adventure. No money, no supervision, no real clue actually of how to ski. But we had each other, and it was fucking going to be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Matt, by the way, had, like, totally ditched us. He was off. He pretended he didn't know us. We were like, hey, can you, like, maybe fling us a couple of bucks? Kind of. And he was like, yeah, nah. Like, well, there's one thing that you can say about a couple of identical twins growing up in the kind of amazing house that we did. We're really resourceful. Day one, 
realised brekkie and dinner meant like no lunch. Hmm. Hadn't tweaked. No snacks. No drama. Let's just eat snow all day. <laughs> and right? this is a very important lesson. White snow is good. <laughs> Yellow snow is bad. So good. Black snow, not good either. <laughs> day two, realised we had no friends. No drama. Let's throw snowballs at random people all day. <laughs> We sat on a little hill on the ski slope, chairlift humming behind us, and threw snowballs at unsuspecting passerby all day. What brats? 10 out of 10 would do again now. Like. Let's go. Right. A beautiful couple we had definitely hit with a snowball or two took us under their wing. They were understandably very worried about our well-being <laughs> and gave us 20 bucks which we promptly spent on chips and lollies, as any teen should do. We tried to get beers, but we were babies, so yeah. no. <laughs> uh, we found two bucks in a pocket at one point and bought an entire can of Solo and slammed it down fast. <laughs> Day three, realised we could snowplow. Oh, best. That's where you can go slower, like this, all right? Hey, let's go to the top of the most dangerous route on our own. What does that blank triangle mean? Danger, fuck yes, let's do it. We were so there. It didn't, I gotta say, it didn't start out very well. Um, like I disembarked the, the chairlift and immediately stacked it. I was mortified, it just was not a good look, but we kept going. It was a good look for me to watch. <laughs> so we're pretty much at the highest point you can go. Kind of, I feel like altitude, kind of sickness high. We are 14. Really, honestly, stupid as fuck. <laughs> but being twins, like we're one egg twins, we kind of accidentally build each other up a little bit. We got this, we got this. We, we, got we can this. do it with like no evidence to support it. <laughs> no evidence. We're pretty good at that now, too, actually. Still doing it yeah. today. We start slow, dipping and weaving and snow ploughing like you wouldn't believe. Our tummies are full of eggs on toast and heaps of snow. <laughs> we are pelting down a massive hill with literally not a soul to be seen. <laughs> a, a blur of 90s Parker fashion. We should have held onto that shit. They're queer. So they fucking good. love that shit now. So no helmet, because, like, we couldn't afford it. But, like, I had this magnificent perm that was whipping around me. It was epic. It Mariah was so Carey. good. Like, so good. And Ted had long, dirty grunge hair, the epitome of depressed teen. <laughs> right? At one point, I'm ahead and realised moments too late that we are headed straight for a ditch. I can't stop, can't even snowplough. And both of my skis go directly into the ditch and plunge me head first and metres ahead into the snow. Winded, <laughs> I turn and Ted is headed for the same fight. <laughs> and you're there, you're there. I can still see it. So I saw what happened. <laughs> 
and the hair's going out so good, so good. <laughs> and I was so it was really bright. My parka yeah. was so bright, and I honestly thought that I could jump this ditch <laughs> and go to her aid. <laughs> I saw him try and jump it, and I'm like so screaming, Katie! <laughs> Down this mammoth hill. So, yeah, like I said, 14, tiny, short sighted, <laughs> fucking starving, <laughs> and like not very smart, also. <laughs> so, um, I landed in exactly the same yeah. place. Yep. Face first into the snow with such incredible force. <laughs> I literally thought I was going to die. We're fucked. Fucked. Gasping for breath and, of course, laughing hysterically. (laughs) Thankfully, nothing was broken. How? No idea. But we very... It was the solo. So it must have been. And the snow? Fuck, fuck. Um, But we very slowly made it down the bottom of that damn hill, knowing that despite it all... Twins can get through anything with a mouthful of snow and each other. And despite our very best efforts, 25 years later, we're still here and we haven't broken a bone between us. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. For tickets to the next Queer Stories, visit giantdwarf.com.au. To check out other events I produce and perform in, visit mavemarsden.com. And if you'd like advance or discount tickets to these shows, look me up on crowdfunding platform Patreon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.